Welcome to day 106 of the new way. I'll read Matthew 13, 44 through 46. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sowed all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sowed everything he had and bought it. When you realize that you are a sinner who is hopelessly empty and there is no way that God is allowing you into heaven, but that instead you are headed to an eternity away from God, it should produce in you a great and terrible longing for a Messiah. When you find him, what are you willing to give in exchange for it? Let's look at some of the things we must give up to follow Jesus, since that's a common excuse for not following Jesus. Some of the things that we must give up in order to follow Jesus. Let's see. We lose our old life, our self-centeredness, our old way of doing things that have led to failure after failure. The things we give up are things that cause us pain and suffering and heartbreak. When we find Jesus, we discover that everything that we've ever had before was worthless. We exchange that worthlessness for the pearl of great price or the treasure in a field. An eternal, unfailing relationship with the God of the universe, a friendship and relationship with Jesus who pays for all our sins and failures, and an indwelling Holy Spirit who will guide us and direct our steps so that we can become all that God intends for us to be. We become whole and purposeful human beings. We walk in peace and love and joy and patience and kindness and goodness and faith, and gentleness, and self under control. Wow! Here's another parable found in Matthew 13, 47 through 52. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. 
He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. I believe that Jesus is reminding us that not only do we exchange our old empty lives for this new filled one, but that it impacts our future for all eternity. When you invite Jesus into your empty core, your life becomes valuable and keepable. Those who refuse Jesus are discarded and doomed to an eternity away from God. That's not my words. That's straight from Jesus' mouth. Inviting Jesus into your core has eternal significance. Then Jesus says something that is precious to me. Let me reread Matthew 13, 52. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. Lately, I have wondered if the years I had spent studying the Old Testament were wasted. Maybe I should have just focused on Jesus and the New Testament writers. Here, Jesus assured the Jewish teachers that their studies were not in vain or wasted if they now followed Jesus and invited him into their core. Jesus came to complete the story. So those followers who have studied all the scriptures have more treasures to share with others. That makes me glad that I have studied both. It's all part of the same story. The Old Testament, or the Jewish scripture, is the foreshadowing of the arrival of Messiah. And the New Testament is the fulfilling and completing of the old and beginning of the new way. I hope that you will explore all of God's word in his service, Dale.